Encore with Shannon Fogarty. Arts and entertainment for the Midlands. With the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Imagine the possibilities. DeanCrowTheatre.com Happy Thursday evening and welcome to Encore on Midlands 103 with Shannon Fogarty. This is the Midlands dedicated arts show bringing you the absolute best of what's happening in the arts in Leash, Offaly and Westmeath. Tonight on the show we have some incredible events happening across the Midlands. So Shakefest is back this year. We find out all the latest on this year's festival as well as what's happening at this year's Body and Soul Festival. And of course if you're looking for something exciting to do this weekend then there'll be a masterclass and concert at the the Esker Arts Centre with Marching O'Connor Band along with Music Generation Westmead. To get in touch, pop me a text on 083 30 10 103. You can follow us across all our social media channels at Midlands 103 or if you want to be a part of the show, email me encore at midlands103.com. But first, it's dance battle time and joining me is Erica Borges, Leash Dance Platform Artistic Director and Leash Dance Platform is holding an open call for you to send in your videos for this year's dance battle. Erica, thank you so much for joining me this evening. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Really appreciate. So this is the second year that the Leash Dance Platform is holding this dance battle. So talk me through a little bit more of what this is and where the idea came from for a dance battle. Right. Okay. I'm going to give a little bit of background about the festival just briefly. So the dance battle is an event as part of Leash Dance Platform. And Leash Dance Platform is a youth dance festival based in Port Leash, hosted by Leash Youth Dance Ensemble, founded by the Arts Council Maryland, supported by Leash Arts Office and Dona Mesa Center. And Leash Youth Dance Ensemble is a contemporary youth dance company. And the idea of the dance battle is to bring the dance community together. It actually started uh, during the lockdown in 2021. And I got actually one of the judges that is participating this year helped me to put together the event online. And I enjoyed it so much. It was really successful as an online event. And then I decided to bring it to the stage as well. And yeah, so this event is, uh, creates a space where the dan- dancers from various styles and backgrounds share their talents by competing against each other in a friendly and safe environment. It's really fun to watch and to participate. And it's nice to have something like this as well for people. And I guess with this dance uh, battle, it's for any type of dance that anyone uh, can do, basically, isn't it? Yes, it's for all dancers from any style and background from the age of 12 to 30 years old. We Last year, we had a little bit younger dancers, but this year, because it's a huge gap between uh, 12 to 30 anyways already, so we we are trying to keep two groups, and uh, we're going to separate the groups anyways at some, some stage. But yeah, anyone from any dance style and background, doesn't matter if you're a ballet dancer or a hip-hop dancer, you can join the dance battle and, and be with us on the 7th of July, the Namizak Center. So I guess, how can people apply for this? And are there certain requirements or anything like that? Yeah, so firstly, you have to be between this age of 30, 12 to 30 years old. And then you post a 45 seconds to a minute video, one minute video in your Facebook or Instagram page. And then you tag Leash Dance Platform, media pages, 
And then you add hashtag LDP Ireland 2023, actually 23, not 2023. We have all the uh, guidelines as well on our Facebook and uh, Instagram. And you also can ask any questions if you're not sure how to post. But the main thing is to post the video, tagging us, and then you have a hashtag as a reference. It is, again, hashtag LDP Ireland 23. And then we will find a video, and then we're going to make the selection from the videos. And actually, myself, that's going to be the judges. We will select the dancers from the videos, and then we take from there. So it's going to be very tough, I'm guessing, to to pick. How many um, yes. get selected to go through to the final? Yeah, so we're going to separate the groups because there's a huge gap between a 12 to 13 years old. And we'll have two groups. One group will be 12 to 18 years old and another group 19 to 30 years old. And we will select six dancers from each group. Then those uh, 12 dancers will battle live on the 7th of, of July in the Donna Maze. And the judges will select one winner from each group. And that's not going to be an easy decision. So tell me a little bit about the judges no, that you no. have for this year. Yeah, the judges this year, uh, one judge is from France. Uh, her name is Aminata. It's Aminata Crazy Style. That's her artistic name. She's from France and she had been in the festival before and she was the one who actually helped me with this dance battle idea uh, as we started online and then we progressed to the stage once we had no more lockdowns. And so she has a strong background in hip hop and also she has a great knowledge in contemporary dance and other styles as well. And yeah, so she's based in Paris. And then we also have Bobo Locke. Bobo Locke is based in Portalington. He has hip hop, locking and popping background. And similar to Bobo Locke, we have Owen Schumann. He's based in Ennis. And yeah, so we have these three judges and I'm super excited to, to have them together and all the dancers, of course. Well, they have the toughest decision to make, so they do. So I wish them the they best will. of luck with this. Yes. <laughs> so this, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's not easy, but they'll they'll do a great job of it. So I'm very excited to see all of the um, Facebook videos and Instagram videos that people submit for this because I am going to be keeping an eye out on the hashtag LDP Ireland 23. So it'll be very nice to see. Amazing. So how has the yeah, festival amazing. grown and evolved since it first started up in 2013? Uh, though we uh, had some the festival seeds in 2013, was in 2014 when the Germination, let's say, happened. And we have been giving young dancers the opportunity to showcase their talents and develop their skills through workshops and professional engagement. And of course, at the start, we're on our very few first festivals when we had no funding, and mainly we had the support of the Amazing Center and the Arts Office. And we couldn't offer as much as we are offering right now. But now I can say that we are definitely, and every year we're getting better and better in investing in the career of the next generation of dancers in Ireland. And we also bringing this community this uh, to this community um, an exciting opportunity to see dance 
in different ways and if you participate in a quality festival uh, the festival every year has brought more uh, artists that are bringing more uh, different styles and it, it's a great festival for anybody that not only loves dance but wants to experiment what dance could be how a dance film could look like it's really interesting for anybody and for families anybody from all ages and i think what's amazing about this is there's no criteria for the type of dance so it could be ballet it could be hip hop it could be latin it could be yeah. anything so i guess it gives those people more of a space to kind of mix and see what they can do with other sort of dance moves or other type of dancing, how they can incorporate it with their type. So it's a lovely space yes. for people to kind of be creative. And I don't think there's many like that in Ireland that are like this festival. So the fact that we have it in the Dunamay's Arts Centre is brilliant and it gives people an opportunity, which, you know, they wouldn't yes. have had before. Yes, absolutely. Yes, we have... Other dance battles happening in Ireland, but yes, into these formats that um, we have implemented, not of uh, where we can have young people from the age of 12 to the age of 30 dancing from uh, ballet to hip hop or locking to contemporary dancing. And it's really interesting, and I would recommend anyone that wants to have a little bit of fun as a family or as an individual to come along and see. Uh, It's really fun, and you don't feel that they are actually becoming this type of enemies against each other because it's a super friendly environment and safe for young dancers as well to be part of. And dance is a great way to express yourself. So it's, it is a completely Absolutely. safe zone, which is lovely to have. So if people are looking for tickets for the final, which is on a July 7th in Dunamay's Arts Centre, where can they get those? Uh, they can get with Dunamay's Arts Centre and Dunamay's Or if they need any information, you can also go to our website or even to our social media pages and can ask anything and we get back to you as soon as we can. And if anyone listening is interested in actually uploading a video of themselves, there's still time. The deadline is yes. June 9th. So if you're very, if you're interested in doing a little dance piece for, is it 45 seconds to a minute, upload it to Facebook and Instagram and make sure to tag Leash Dance Platform and use the hashtag LDPIreland23. That's right. That's right. Thank you so much. I'm really excited for the festival this year. And I hope to see you there and everyone that is listening at at the moment. Really, Erica, thank you so much for coming on. And I'm very excited to see the videos that go up. I'm going to be keeping a very close eye on this hashtag. The same here. Thank you so much for having me and all the best. Big thank you to Erica, Leash Dance Platform Artistic Director, for coming on the show. And if you like what you heard, make sure to get your dance videos up on Facebook and Instagram and make sure to tag Leash Dance Platform and use the hashtag LDPIreland23. Coming up after this quick break, I'll be joined by founder of Body and Soul Festival and we'll get all the latest on this year's festival right here on Midlands 103. 
Encore in association with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre at Cologne. Our bright and airy AIB gallery and cosy theatre bar can cater for smaller private events too. Your theatre, our home. DeanCrowTheatre.com You are listening to Encore with Shannon Fogarty and Body and Soul is back on the 16th to 18th of June and entering its 13th year at Ballinlock Castle in County Westmeath. And joining me this evening is founder Avril Stanley. Avril, thank you for coming on the show tonight. No problem. It's lovely to be here. So Body and Soul, for anyone that doesn't know, is an independent arts and music festival and it's a summer solstice fixture within the Ireland's cultural calendar. So I guess from 2010 to what it is now, how has Body and Soul developed? Um, how has it developed? Oh my goodness. Uh, through a wing and a prayer and a lot of good luck along the way. Um, from 2010, I guess we went out as a standalone festival in 2010 um, where we... Uh, made a pact with Electric Picnic that we were going to step out and do our own thing. Um, and back then, I guess we started as an 1800 capacity festival, but I, like I'll never forget the first year of Body and Soul in Battle Lock Castle in 2010. It was like 26 degrees, sold out festival. It was pure magic. Everything just worked. It was a beautiful introduction to what our own independent festival would be like. Um, but, you know, through that, I guess we started in the height of the recession. So we learned to navigate challenges um, you know, from a very young age um, and still, you know, managed to pull off a, a premium festival experience within that. But I think it really gave us a lot of confidence to trust, you know, the ebbs and flows of what a festival offers. You know, you can have good years, you can have bad years, you can have sellout years, you can have rainy years. It all comes your way. But through it, Body and Soul got to create and, and through the picnic early days, the two would take that energy and that experience with us where we're able to create I suppose, a tribe of, of creators, doers, makers, producers, curators, and people that have come along with us in the journey to be able to hopefully do something that's quite different and sets the bar for what an independent festival can be in Ireland, I very much hope. Um, but um, yeah, we created something that didn't exist back then. And now I guess it's, 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 it's the norm within festivals, which is amazing to see. And hopefully we've mentored and inspired lots of younger festival producers along the way to get out there and do their thing and trust their gut and uh, come out with some fresh ideas to to, to try something that um, gives their life a little bit of meaning and purpose and excitement and joy and can offer a, a platform to the arts across lots of lots of spectrums. And I think it has inspired a, a different array of uh, festivals that have happened across the Midlands as well. So I guess what can we expect from this year's festival? Um, well, in the end, every festival is an extension of the people who put it on. Um, so, you know, Body and Soul, we're not promoters, but we're more a creative collective, I would say. Um, and what we love to do is curate an exceptional gathering. Um, and within that, there's a real mixture. It's like the whole is greater than the sum of the parts model is, is ours. So there's a there's like a an amazing music lineup with lots of cultural I- icons and uh, new up and coming talent. Uh, there's uh, beautiful art installations where we do like an open air gallery across the site where we commission lots of artists and give them bursaries to create installations that we dot the various different areas with. Um, we've got spoken word and debates. There's beautiful pop up dinners and culinary feasts. We've got a Saturday night masquerade ball. And then we've also, like, as we've always had, um, you know, the sanctuary side, the, the holistic body and soul side, the soul side of body and soul. 
where we have therapists and workshop leaders and all sorts of beautiful yoga classes and lots of different things to try and explore and experiment with. Um, but I guess another part of it, like body and soul has always been purpose driven. Like that's always been our thing where, you know, we've always wanted to blaze a trail in the music and art scene, but we've always, as well as that, wanted to leave a really positive impact and, you know, really get behind artists with bursaries and really get behind up and coming emotion talent and, um, and creative collaboration. And also sustainability is, is, is pretty central to what we do. So we started last year, well, we've been doing this for over a decade, but last year we decided to, um, you know, to become a circular-led festival within five years. So we're on year two of that as well. So there's a lot of really lovely initiatives behind the scenes that are happening from that place of sustainability, be that that it's 100% leaving the trace camping through to there being reusable eco-cups through to um, us building stages that are permanent stages that are there for a minimum of five years that are really beautiful art pieces. Um, and I guess the thread and the purpose-led side of the festival, you kind of feel it everywhere. Um, every inch of body and soul is considered from the 17th century wall gardens through to the woodlands, into the meadows. There's beautiful um, stages that we commission artists to build. Um, and there's a really lovely feeling. I guess what's particular to this year is we've capped it at just under 5,000 people. So it's 5,000 weekend attendees that are there um, and, uh, and, a very, and a handful of, 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 of days as well. A uh, very small amount of days. It's predominantly weekend camping festival, but really... I think it's 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 about that intimate, inclusive, immersive experience that we can offer where you're there with a lot of like-minded people that are there for the same reasons. And the big part of that, of course, is to celebrate the summer solstice. And another part of that is our pretty spectacular lineup. And that's not just music, it's comedy, comedy and culture and all the other facets that um, kind of weave together to create um, that full, like total, full body and soul, hopefully full body and soul experience. It definitely is a full body and soul experience. The lineup you have across the board from comedy to music is absolutely fantastic. So it's definitely an event that people want to get to. And I'm sure there may be a few tickets left. If they are, where can people get tickets? The tickets are through our website, which is bodyandsoul.ie. The festival will sell out, but there's still tickets there. So I guess the impetus is grab them while they're there. Um, we're in the final stretch. But yeah, bodyandsoul.ie is our website, but it also talks about all the amazing Irish and international acts and all the various different comedians from Alison Spittle to I'm Grandman to David O'Doherty to Michael Fry, you name it. They're all in there, along with all sorts of amazing acts like The Blaze and Fever Ray and Kojak and Kneecap and the Tulla Keighley Band and like everything, all guises, all guises really of music and art and creativity. The key for us is when they perform live, they have to be absolutely epic. And that's like the number one. Oh, I love that. They have to be epic. And one thing that I'm really interested in is, um, now I know I'm in a relationship, but for some of my friends that are looking for love this festival season, (laughs) can you tell um, me a bit more about First Taste that's happening at Body and Soul? Uh, it's a really sweet um, offering, actually. It's it's really for singles attending the festival. And um, doesn't matter what your persu- persuasions are, it's just if you're single, you can apply for a blind date with a like-minded spirit. Um, and then our, you know, we've got some beautiful uh, behind-the-scenes keep it, keep it makers that read everyone's um, application and genuinely, like, go out of their way to try and create matches for people. 
And so once you've been accepted, you're only accepted if we feel that there's a good match. So once there's a match made, you're hooked up with your match and then you come to the first taste area. Um, everybody, both people pay 25 euros and with that they get this beautiful artisan picnic and they take it to somewhere in the wall gardens or somewhere in the woodlands or somewhere like beautiful and sit down and have a little picnic together and get to know one another and see if it, you know, leads to love, leads to crack, leads to friendship, leads to uh, you're an absolute nightmare, whatever that might be. But it, it hopefully <laughs> leads somewhere that's positive and adds just a little bit of play and hope and um, a lot of like one of the things about body and soul is we just every year we've had people get married there. We've had people tell us that they conceived there. We've had um, the occasional break up there. We've um, had, you know, people get engaged there. It's just like a lot of love seems to come out of it. A lot of people seem to connect and meet their, you know, life partners there um, or maybe, you know, short term, but delightful partners there. Um, but so I guess it's really nice for us to kind of really be like, OK, we're going to take this on board. This happens a lot here and support it to happen even more. So that's for all the singles out there. But, you know, if you don't want to do that, there's also other versions of it where, you know, you can don a mask and put on your favorite frock and, you know, off you go to the masquerade ball or, you know, you, you, you can you can go and have a hot tub or a sauna or have a massage. Like, so, you know, there's lots of different things that people can do as couples, as singles, on their own, meet their friends, find their friends, lose their friends, all the beautiful things that festivals offer. There is um, and it's so safe. much. You know, that's the one thing. There's safety. Um, yeah. You know, we go out of our way to make sure that it's it's really safe, really creative, super playful, and very considered. And it's very, very important to us that our audience feel cared for and loved, whether they meet their loves or not, that they feel that when they arrive and they take it home with them on the other side. And if that sounds like something good to you, make sure you run, don't walk <laughs> over to bodyandsoul.ie to get those tickets before they go. Avril, thank you so much for joining me this evening. You've been amazing. All right. Really nice to talk to you. Take care. Sound good? Of course it does. Make sure to get your tickets over at bodyandsoul.ie. It'll definitely be worth it. Up after the break, there's a festival that has taken a three-year break, but it's back and you can find out more. Just stay right here on Midlands 103. Midlands 183's Encore with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Live theatre, drama, dance, music, comedy, musical theatre, panto. Your home of entertainment for all. DeanCrowTheatre.com You are back with Shannon Fogarty with Encore on Midlands 103 and I am delighted to be joined by Terry Dale Kearney who is the Programme Director of Shakefest. Terry, thank you for coming on the show. Hello. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm not too bad, thanks for asking. Good. So I know ShakeFest has been on a bit of a hiatus, but you're back and better than ever. So can you just explain yeah. what the Shake Festival is? Uh, yes, and it's, it's also a very uniquely um, family festival as well. Um, we've been running for about 18 years, so, you know, and advertising in the area for 18 years as well. Um, so, and that includes COVID. So we've, we've stuck it out through thick and thin, uh, purely for the love of it all, really, and the benefit um, everybody involved. So, um, so yeah, we feel really good about that. Um, so this year's Shake Fest takes place um, on Saturday, May 27th, and Sunday, May 28th at Travel Castle once again. Uh, for three years, we were forced online, and uh, it's only now this year that able to come back like the program is a little more limited than it would have been like a whole full swing event in the past like a whole weekend event and it is a whole weekend event the only difference is that we're just um we're not able to do camping just yet um so what we do have on our web page is just like places to 
they have the people who look at it if they'd like to stay overnight um, and available both days. Or if they're local, they might not have to. So, um, But anyway, yeah, it's a reason of a variety of arts and culture workshops um, for, and performances hosting local, national, and sometimes international talent. It's really meant to broaden our understanding and curiosity about um, diversity in Ireland and beyond uh, on a very engaging level. And I've seen this over the years. Um, it has been a great success. We make our prices in our program uh, very reasonable, very on a very accessible level, um, including like family price packages, like sort of family saver price, price packages. Um, as the activities, like they kind of take all the boxes in terms of learning something new and having fun. And basically all in like the beautiful setting of Travel Castle, which really adds to it all. Um, and that everybody can enjoy together. Like children in particular, they're so re readily inspired um, and they get to experience doing different ways of doing things uh, with their family. But like I've noticed as well, like adults just get just as much out of it. So um, we might look into a little bit of streaming as well, because for the past three years, we would have we would have had like a very supportive online audience that was international. So we want to include everybody as well. And uh, so what we're going to try to do is during the performances on Saturday and maybe like just a bit of drumming or whatever, just kind of do um, stream just a few like little excerpts um, throughout the weekend. So everybody feels um, included and involved wherever they are. And it's great to include both of them, um, especially with COVID and everything. Everyone's forced was forced online. So it's nice to have the two. You can be back in person and you can still watch it online if you can't be there in person. So that's a great option to have for people. Yeah, it's exactly like, you know, with COVID, like everybody sort of was forced to learn about it all online. And with that experience, we can take that and create a hybrid out of it. Um, and so everybody wins, really. So, you know, that's exciting, too. too. So we wouldn't have thought about it as much before I don't think um, like the value of it really uh, but we've seen the value of it the past three years like we would have the online we called it the virtual hapla and um, you know where artists would film themselves out at the castle or their own home depending on like level of COVID um, and I would edit the whole show and yeah we had like quite a few views like all over the world and even locally and nationally so you know it was something else really it was great it's it's great to get the name and and the the festival out there, especially internationally. And if you're getting that attention, that's incredible to have. Um, and I yeah. know one aspect is an illuminated production show that you do at the front of Charleville Castle as the grand finale. How did that come about? Well, um, we had done projection shows on the front of Charleville Castle, like with other international artists in the past, like Germany and Italy and, and uh, Canada. Um, but we didn't really have to look too far to find a local artist who, like, really creates and designs a lot of intricate detail to do with the building that she projects on, uh, namely Caroline Conway from Burr. Um, like she, what she does is she maps images to the shapes and to the architecture, like, especially on the building, making it even more spectacular. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, you know, we were inspired, basically, by Caroline, Caroline's adaptation of these walls, which took place at Tullamore Jail. Um, that was part of In the Open last year, um, Queen's Fair, if you remember. Um, I don't know, like, if you saw it or who saw it, but I think, like, you know, it was really enjoyable. It was for two nights. Um, and I just noticed that there's, like, great care taken in telling the, the story of the life and times of the jail over the ages and the people that sort of passed through those walls. Um, but you see the different faces that it wore up until present day. Um, and I do know that it meant a lot to the locals to see you know, the people who passed through those walls um, over the years has been recognized.
basically for the different purposes they had, because we all know that it was acting as a jail, so obviously that was its first, you know, purpose, but like that I, it, it turned into, um, you know, salt and, you know, like uh, factories and and a lot of people worked there over the years. It was it, it had a lot to do with Tillamore's economy. So, you know, I just looked at that and I just thought, you know, there's a lot to, to be said about Charval Castle and a lot of meaningful um, aspects of the castle. Um, and, and it's changed quite a bit over the years, too. And um, I just thought, you know what, this time around, like for Shakefest, maybe Caroline can help celebrate, like, the metamorphosis of Charval Castle from, basically it's from its beginnings in 1801, like, historically, to now its current meaning, like, existence. Mostly, on the most part, I like, as a culture center of the Midlands, um, in other words, like, how it's become, like, the people's castle and its local, national, and global community-based ethos. And it's great to get her involved in this and to have her, you know, have this show put on, which is incredible to see. It'll be incredible to see how the story she tells of the castle, which I'm, you know, I'm very excited about. So for people that are attending, what can they expect on the, on the days? Okay, so this year, basically, it is a weekend event. It just takes place, like, on the Saturday and the Sunday. Um, it's a little bit later on the Saturday. We start at 6 p.m., and basically it's like this... Um, really fun uh, drum circle workshops that take place in the, the castle court, so the castle grounds, the Jabba Jabba Dembe. So, um, so it's going to be just really cool where it's going to be, and people are going to have a lot of fun just like drumming away. And it's basically like you lead and people learn, and um, you know, you don't have to have experience or anything like that. All the drums are provided for. Uh, and it's just like a nice warm up to the evening recital, which, you know, basically that begins at half seven. And it's going to go, like, because Caroline's projection show goes on half 10, that's basically when the sun sets. It is, so we have to wait till then. Um, that, like, it's going to go on for a few hours, but it's so chock-a-block with so much talent and just so much color and culture, um, you know, that it's just going to be amazing. Like, it's just going to be such a full evening. We do have um, a lady named Saba Goda, and she's a, uh, an Indian living in, um, Dublin, and she da- she dances uh, Indian classical. So she's going to like, you know, dance a few um, songs for us. And then we have Rahan Kyoltif. Um, we have Bubble Lock Hip Hop uh, that are going to be doing a few numbers for us as well. We have Poetry Act. We have the Red Embers Belly Dance, who are there faithfully every year. And uh, we just have other special guests as well. Um, and including actually Caroline's son, Finn Nickel, who um, he actually won the RDS Taylor Award in 2021. And um, he's going to be actually showing his past work as well uh, in the ballroom. So we'll have the evening festivities of all the dance acts and everything going on. And then afterwards, he's going to sort of like as a prelude to what's going to happen outside is um, project his past work for about 20 minutes or so onto the ballroom wall. It's going to look really fantastic. Um, and then everybody uh, goes outside as the forecourt and then we start Caroline's show, which I think it's going to be absolutely phenomenal. Can't wait for it. You have a great lineup. So you have it. They all sound absolutely incredible. That They're very talented mm-hmm. people. So it'll be a fantastic weekend. So where can we find more information about the festival? And most importantly, if there are any tickets left, where can our listeners get tickets? Yeah, so you just go onto the uh, Shakefest website. So it's www.shakefest.net. Um, and what you'll get is like you get a menu, it'll have workshops and performances, and it'll have like the, the artist in focus to have information about the artist um, that I just mentioned. 
Um, and basically, like, all of the prices that go with them. Um, so all you have to do is just click on, I think I've got uh, a QR code that you can scan, or you can just click on brown paper ticket, which is the, uh, the provider that we use, and that takes you right to the ticketing. Now, it'll, it'll like a drop-down menu, and it might say 27th of May at 6 p.m., and that's, like, the only option it gives you. But if you just, you know, select one of those, it gives you the whole price list of the both days. And you just have to go through it and just choose what you'd like. We, we do have like family price packages like you know like that can save you a little bit of money as well so well it's definitely something that the family should be doing on the 27th and 28th of may terry thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about shake fest this year we're very excited for it you're more than welcome we'll see you there Shakefest is back May 27th and 28th, so make sure to get your tickets at brownpapertickets.com or go over to shakefest.net. Trust me, it's an event that is not to be missed. Put it in your diaries. It is one to go for. We are flying through the show today, but coming up, workshops and concerts at Esker Arts Centre this weekend with renowned traditional musician Marching O'Connor. Stay right here on Midlands 103. Encore on Midlands 103, your arts and entertainment for the Midlands with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Imagine the possibilities. DeanCrowTheatre.com You are listening to the Midlands Dedicated Arts Show Encore with Shannon Vogarty right here on Midlands 103. And coming up this weekend is an exciting event with workshops and a concert in the new Esker Arts Centre in Tullamore with my next guest, who's a renowned traditional musician, Martin O'Connor, and along with Margaret Broom, who is the Development Officer for Music Generation Westmeath. Thank you both of you for joining me. I'm just going to move to Margaret real quick first. Margaret, how... um, are you feeling about having this type of event in the new Esker Arts Centre in Tullamore? Oh, it, really excited. Um, we're, we're looking forward to, to getting into the Arts Centre and, um, and testing the, the space and uh, introducing um, this, this kind of workshop activity. It will be the first one like this um, in the Arts Centre since it opened. And it's great to have something like this, especially for young musicians that are wanting to get more of a hands-on experience. Oh, absolutely. Um, so we put a call out uh, for young trad musicians who were uh, experienced players. Um, but actually, we, it was wider than trad musicians. We're interested in musicians of all, all genres. Um, so we wanted to give them the chance to, to work with Martin and, and his band and um, experience making music together and maybe try some, some new approaches and just forge a new group there and then over the weekend. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's just an amazing opportunity for young people to, to kind of come along and just get together in music. Uh, it's a brilliant idea. So, Marcin, how are you feeling? Because I know you've done this in Galway and Limerick, you were saying. How is it bringing it to Tullamore? Yeah. And how, 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 how does the day go? Yeah, yeah we've done it actually uh, um, so far in Ennis and in Limerick. And we were fairly overjoyed with the reaction and the reaction of the, the young people involved and the reaction of their parents. It was a real kind of a celebrative uh, feel for us. And it's, I suppose, teaching in a, in a, as teaching as indirectly, I suppose, as possible to empower the participants, I suppose, to express themselves musically. And, uh, it's very much, from what we've experienced, very much 
it's very much a relaxed kind of collective participation. And it's great to have something like this in the new Oscar Arts Centre, as Margaret said, uh, especially for the young generation that are coming up and wanting to learn more about the traditional Irish music. Yeah, uh, well, absolutely, absolutely. And we've found every student so far has given it kind of 110%. So I think they really enjoy it. And um, the joy is written all over their parents' faces as well, you know, after the concert. So overall, it's been a wonderful experience for us. After the concert, a lot of parents have come up to us and they've said, God, aren't our children so lucky to get to play with you guys? In fact, in retrospect, I think we're the ones that are lucky to get to play in this situation with so many wonderful young musicians. So what type of workshops um, do you hold? And um, I know at the end there's a concert. So how do the your participants feel at the end of it once they, they, they've done the concert? And so how does the whole process, what, can you explain that to me? Yeah. Um, well, they, the students can access the music beforehand on a Padlet. And they're well familiar with it by the time we meet them. But we also get them to pick some tunes and we do an arrangement depending on the students that are there. You know, an arrangement of uh, tunes that sit well together. And um, I suppose Patel shaming myself have a great general musical chemistry and we have great fun playing together. We've played together for well over 20 years and the young people that sit in with us hopefully pick up on some of what we feel in playing together. They, they can definitely learn from the experience that you have over 20 years. And how do you find the, the new generation of music? They're brilliant. I mean, they're, they're, they're very uh, advanced in a sense. I mean, generally the players we've come across are quite accomplished for their age. And um, I suppose that's to be expected with the amount, you know, the, the amount of stuff they can access nowadays. Yeah. So, and generally they're, they're well able to uh, listen and learn as well. You know, it's, they're fantastic. And I guess, how do, do you and the rest of the band members feel when you're on stage with them and you're doing that final show? How, what does it feel, for you, we, feel like for you? It's, uh, the, the, if, if the last two um, concerts are entered to go by, it's very, very joyful for us to have that collective um, ensemble together, you know, on stage. And uh, like we have a ball doers, it's, it's totally enjoyable on every level. Oh, I love that. And what do you hope that the, these individuals that are taking part in the workshops, what do you hope they take away from it all? Uh, the joy of music, I think. And that it's something to not be afraid, like, obviously, that it's something not to be afraid of, but to engage with and enjoy in a, a 
as free-spirited way as possible. You and, know, if they take that away. Yeah, that's a lovely, that's a lovely statement. And I'm sure that they do. And Margaret, how have you found um, the applications for this? Were there many applications that came in for people that wanted to be involved in the workshops with Mortine O'Connor's band? Yeah, um, so we, we we were looking for a small number anyway. Um, so we'd started off looking for eight young musicians and um, and we've, we've nine or ten at the minute, I think. If, so we're, we're squeezing in a couple of extra. And there's always, you know, for people, if they were interested, um, we'll let them know, you know, they can get involved, um, how they can get involved if they're interested. Um, but, yeah, so... It was good. It was good. We, we of course, had to keep an eye on the instrumentation. So we were looking for fiddles, um, guitar, banjo and uh, button accordion as well. Um, and hopefully a few singers in there as well. Um, so so kind of, the applications came in and we had to sift through. And unfortunately, some people didn't um, get their chance this time. But we're really hopeful that this is the first of a number of these uh, kind of opportunities that we can create for, for the young people in the Midlands. And it's great to have this area to hold it in as well in, in Tullamore. So I guess for the concert itself, there are tickets that are being sold if anyone is interested in them. Um, Margaret, where can people get tickets if they want more information on that? Where can they go? So ticket sales are through Esker Arts Centre. So if you go directly to eskerartscentre.ie, you'll be able to buy um, your tickets through the, the website there. Or, of course, uh, pop into the Arts Centre. I think you can buy them in person. Um, as well and then if there are any young people out there that are kind of going oh crumbs I think this is one opportunity I can't let pass if they want to pop us an email to musicgenerationwestmead at lwetb.ie we might be able to squeeze in one or two more Oh, that's brilliant. And just before I leave, um, Martine, I just have one quick question left for you. What is your favourite part of this whole process and the events and the workshops and the concert? What would be your favourite part? Favourite part? Uh, I suppose seeing the young musicians kind of come to life. And uh, they start off usually a bit reserved. And then they kind of free up themselves and their music. Uh, thrives as a result I suppose and then just sitting on the stage together and just that collective joy again in in playing and as I said before the, the delight written on the faces of the parents afterwards and this usually uh, a, a mad photo session and ah, good, great crack overall. Oh, that we couldn't have hoped for more, really. It's lovely to see that they're getting a hands-on experience, which I think is how you learn. I mean, that's how I learned within radio is is actually getting being thrown into the deep end and learning. So it's nice to see that that the students are learning from the masters, I'll call you, and uh, getting that experience that they wouldn't really get anywhere else. Yeah, well, hopefully. Hopefully. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's a very short, you know, two days beforehand and then the concert together. I suppose, yeah, it, it's worked really well so far. That's... So hopefully it'll continue to do so. Oh, it's brilliant. Look, Margaret, Martin, thank you so much for joining me this evening. And I wish you the best of luck with this weekend. And I cannot wait to see the concert. Brilliant. Well, thanks very much. Yeah. Hopefully we'll all meet there.
and looking forward to the Esker Art Centre and uh, experiencing playing there. Big thank you again to Marcin and Margaret for joining me. And I hope they have an amazing uh, time this weekend, as I hope you do. So you need to run over and get your tickets at eskerarts.ie. It'll be an a concert not to be missed and it'll be great to see this and if you haven't gone over to the new Esker Arts Centre yet it is definitely worth a visit it has an incredible venue so make sure it is on your to-do list if not this weekend then in the near future but before we finish off the show Fourth Wall Leash Theatre Group present a night of variety featuring music song and comedy in Doogie's Byrahin County Leash on, fri- on Friday the 19th of May which is tomorrow and it uh, commences at 8pm sharp with doors open from 7.30. Tickets are on the door and I am told it is a night not to be missed. And there is a raffle on the night as well with all a raffle proceeds heading over to Kushla Centre Port Leash. So please support if you are around. And that is kindly sent in from Kevin Lawler Fitzpatrick. So thank you for sending that in, Kevin. And if you want anything mentioned, or of course, if you want to be a part of the show, make sure you email me over at, at Encore at midlands103.com. And... As always, make sure to follow us across our social media channels at Midlands103. We were very, very, very close to hitting 10,000 on Instagram. So if you could help us hit that milestone, it would be absolutely brilliant. But that is all the time we have for this week's Encore. Big thank you to all of my incredible guests, as well as you for listening at home. Thank you. And of course, if you want to listen back to any of the interviews from this show or previous Encore shows, make sure to head over to midlands103.com and head over to podcasts. I'll be back next Thursday with more of what's happening in the arts in Leash, Offaly and Westmeath. But until then, have a great weekend. I will chat to you next Thursday. But stay with us here on Midlands 103 as the talented Joe Cooney is up next with Country Roads right after the 8 o'clock news.